Защо да не Welcome back to the Built 2 Media Podcast. Episode number 42. It's been a been a hot second, folks. It has. Had a week off. Ran down to the old Jellystone with the camper and the kids and the wife. Sheesh. Sheesh. Had a blast down there, though. Come on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, getting my tan on. My legs are almost not white. Almost. They're still 100% white. <laughs> like, I glow. Right. <laughs> it was fun. I'd highly recommend it to most folks. Where is that again? Jellystone. Jellystone, yeah. That's where it was. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Warren's, Wisconsin is the actual physical location. Gotcha. Also known as Three Bears, Yogi Bear. Place is huge. Really? Yeah. Never been. Should. Uh, probably should. Should do it. Guess who was there? Uh who? Take a guess. It was a she and she races. Um, I don't know. Kennedy Swan. No way. Yeah. Huh. You know, wow. hanging out next to the lazy river and all of a sudden I'm like, hmm, she looks familiar. It's got to be her. Right. Come strolling up on a golf cart behind her. Hey, I'm a huge fan. Do you have any driver cards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Ah, yeah. Well, did you hear Jason got me at uh, the fair, Chippewa Fair? Well, we were texting, and I I didn't know what he was talking about, but I did hear. Yeah, he decided to send his wife at me, who I've never met, right. and say, are you Blake from the Built to Media podcast? Can I have your autograph? And I turn around, <laughs> I'm like, this is fishy. And I could see Jason. I'm like, uh, ah, got me. <laughs> so I tried to get Kennedy back, but I don't know if it really worked. Right. Cool to see her, though. Yeah. So what'd you do? Um. Well... You were busy, and then I was busy. Right. So that's why I was asking what you did. Yeah, girl, girl Blake's mom got remarried, so we had a wedding to go to, and fantastic. Yeah, we uh, we went to a on Thursday. We went to like a well, we had the cart races Wednesday. Right. Thursday we Good had like time. a dinner, and that was amazing. Where'd you go? I want to know. Now it was like it was a so good. Well, it was like a backyard barbecue but they had like chefs basically reels yeah so physical it was, chefs it was legit and 
wedding was Friday and went to her family's cabin Saturday. And then, you know, that pretty much leads us to now. Here we are. Here we are. So you had two days of work in there. Right. Not bad. Yeah. Wednesday was really fun. It was. It's good racing. Good racing. Didn't have to flip anyone over or peel anyone off of the guardrail or nothing. And it got done in a pretty timely fashion. 9.30. Thank you, Sean Simple, for the help. Yep. Big help. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh. Once we kind of got into rhythm, we're we're doing right. pretty good now. Yeah, after nationals, it kind of well kicked our ass too. That and just having that track exit helps big time now too. Oh, so for sure, full show. Man, it's been a bit hot second. Oh, you went to Knoxville too. Oh, I did go to Knoxville. Yeah, we that can, was a couple of weeks ago. We'll get to that in the news, but uh, yeah, I feel kind of rusty right now. To be honest, rusty. Like I mean, on the mic? Like, well, it's been like two weeks almost. You feel rusty on the mic? Yeah. You need me to get some WD-40 or what? I prefer JB-80, but... J- well, it's still got a weird smell to it. Smells... Well, yeah. What... I mean, if you're going to grab a can of high-performance lubricant, what Lube do you grab? only? Like we're doing heim joints or something or what? Like we're lubing up a door hinge, what are you going to grab? Ooh. You know... Honestly, you've never heard of it. LPS. LPS. I sell it through work. Amsoil? No. No, comes in a blue can. I have no idea what the actual brand name is. I feel like I've heard of it, but I wow. don't know it. Wow. Hmm. I'm actually impressed. Have you ever been in my truck? No. Oh. I don't know how you heard of it. I'm the only one that sells it. Really? Around here. Up in these parts, son. Huh. Yep. I know. Maybe Anyways, I just made it up. What about you? Are you going for JB80, PB Blaster? What are you thinking? Probably. I'm a big JB80 guy. JB80 is all day? Yeah. I feel like it lubricates a little bit better than WD-40. It's like, really? I always wonder how they named them or who named who first. I mean, the right. WD-40, and they're like, well, we're twice as good, so it's JB80. True. I mean, is that what their thought process I was? I feel like he got a point. I don't know. That is a great point. I mean, they're like, yeah, we're just twice as good, so we're going to be 80. What's I up? I feel like that would be a great place for us to bring in a sponsor. Right. JB80, because it's that much better than WD-40. Boom. So, if you're listening, JB80... <laughs> What up? We use your products. We like you. We are familiar. I have used it. I have, yes. You don't like the smell, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. WD- it's all them. They all, whatever. It's not like it's going to come out smelling like raspberry, so it doesn't matter. True. If you had to if you had to use one cleaning product, what's what's got the best smell to it? Are you like um, an Armor All guy, or are you like As a, far as what? What cut, I need to know. I mean, like... Uh, I have a lot of preferences on cleaning supplies. All-purpose cleaner. All-purpose? I got my pick, but... Technically, it's a mean green. I like that smell. Mean green? I don't know why. Probably because Brady Bacon's car was on there. All right. Not 100% sure. But I feel like, yeah. I'm a pretty big simple green guy. Simple green? Yeah, yep. I like that, too. That does smell delicious. 
And I, yeah, it, uh, it just reminds me of sprint cars because when we'd wash the sprint car, mm. you just douse it with that stuff yep. and that's clean. Cult the whole sucker down. Yep. Yeah. What about, uh, mm, like, wax? Wax? Um, Eagle One, I think it's called. Ooh, that does um, have a good smell. Yeah. I was a big Eagle fan. How about how about this? Even the band too, like the Eagles. All right, Hotel California. Oh man, mm. oh. <laughs> like that YouTube video when they're all in the group singing together, just solo. Right. Oh. Um. How about if you're gonna put some windshield washer fluid? What kind are you grabbing? Rain X Orange. Thank you. Have to use rain. All you people out there, like. This is not a paid sponsorship. <laughs> no, but I will tell everyone I know. Yep. Rain-X Orange in the washer fluid container. Especially if you got a CDL, like when the patrolman stops you, make sure that sucker's full too because that's like a $200 fine that they can actually right. get you with. Yep. But Rain-X, dude, shut the wipers off going down the highway. The orange stuff. Orange only. No green. Did I teach you that, or did you teach me? I taught you that when you came to get wipers at Advance Auto. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yep. I tell everybody that sprays their window, and it's just like this huge freaking, ugh. Right. Across the window. I'm like, dude. Dude, what are you doing? Ugh. You don't even need your you wipers, dude. You don't even dude. know. Like, it's terrible. Rain-X is the way... How about windshield wipers? Are you going cheap or expensive? No, I'm a Trico guy. Trico. Trico or Rain-X. Hmm. Rain-X don't last as long, but I'm a pretty big Trico guy. You can get them at any local advanced auto parts store or auto value. I'm a pretty good, like, cheapest. I mean. You're cheap? Cheap. But you're freaking running $3 a gallon Rain-X. Yep. And you won't put. $20 a blade on because they'll last two years longer than your standard $9 set. Nah, because I got the Rain-X. I don't even need them. Ugh. <laughs> How's it work in the winter, though? Come on. Well, the Rain-X or the wipers? The wipers. Like, oh, I'm going to scrape my window, so I peel my wiper arm up, and there's my blade. Yeah, that hasn't happened to me yet, but oh. I'm usually pretty good about changing them. That's, you're on top of things, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, I blew up. It's fine. Just it's don't ever do it again. Next week, right? Maybe happen again. But right. Sorry, I'm gonna sip on my peach tea. If we could find any peach tea sponsors out there, I tell you what, I, I had that love. stuff that you're drinking right now. Yeah, pretty good. You put it on ice. Yep. If you put it on ice, like you just sit there in a rocking chair on your deck and stare at the sky. All right. Wondering who made this Back beautiful thing. Oh. Honestly, we went to T Roadhouse. Yep. Jesse lost a bet. Took me out for steak. Their raspberry tea, like Texan tea, mm. not your freaking add a million pounds of sugar and make it taste good tea. Right. That stuff was bomb. Yep. Mm. I uh just at Texas Roadhouse last night. Sure. Yep. Yep. Don't cook at home. No. Well, it was. Had to go out for what? Oh. Yeah, we had to. Don't sigh. She listens to every episode. <laughs> she doesn't even listen. She does too. Yeah, as the girlfriend and I is one year. So went out to the old T Roadhouse. We're going to go to Grizzlies. Good job. 
We went. We're gonna go to Grizzlies. They were closed on Mondays, no I guess. Way. That place is awesome. Then we were gonna go to Fuji. They oh. were closed. What? We're like, well, Texas Roadhouse, it is. Yeah, I like all three of them locations. Yep, Texas Roadhouse is always busy. The tap House is pretty good too. Is it? Yep. We thought about it. Delicious. Never been. Try it out. When it was Picanha, Tony Bell actually ran it. Yep. Dude, come out with the skewers. Bomb. And they had like cinnamon pineapple on a skewer. And I'm like, yeah, just slice off the entire thing right here. Right. It's fine. Just leave it. Just or if you want to just leave the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Huh. Delicious. Good to know. Oh, wow. What a couple weeks it's been. Yes. Good to have you back, folks. Sorry for the uh, delay on posting this week, but uh, we got busy. We did. <laughs> Work really kicking our buns. I do get to go fishing tomorrow, though, so I'm pretty uh, pretty pumped with Mr. Whittles. Nice. Zach the Wittis. All right. Let's roll out some sponsors here quick, and then we can get to our guest. We got a hot one, hot off a fresh wind this week. It's uh, it's pretty fresh. Fresh. As in like two days ago. Like clean linen laundry detergent. Boom. Fresh. All right. Roll it. Roll it. Roll what? Rolling, rolling, rolling. What are rolling. we rolling? Kick ass. Beef jerky. Always helping us out. Always. Producing that good, good, that meat stick. That good meat, <laughs> them good flavored meats. How about uh, qualityfreerate.com? Oh, and if you use that promo code, you're getting yourself 10% off, son. Promo code Bill, too. Use it at the quote thing, the quote site. <laughs> don't you work there? Yeah. Okay, try it again. I don't know what you'd call it, though. Is it a quote page? Enter it in your quote submission. There it is. Okay, ready. Qualityfreerate.com. Use promo code BUILT2 in your quote submission, and you could receive 10% off. Your first shipment. Your first ship. Then we got liquid nitro energy drink. Got them watermelon shooters. And I'm a red guy. I'm kind of a watermelon shooter guy, honestly. I even skipped the green, and I went right to shooters. But wow, if you're asking, I'm a green guy. Thanks for the post, Cammy. She's yeah. a green gal. She is. Mark Meeks, though, he's up top, Cedar Lake. He's, he's rocking the red cam. He's my boy. <laughs> red. <laughs> Thunderhill Speedway Wednesday nights. Yep. We got one this coming, not like in a day, like when this comes out, not like that day, but like the 1st of September, that day we got a race. That's the day. And then I think... The following is the Wisconsin Dirt Track State Championship. Mm -hmm. But check out Facebook for the schedule. Yeah, because Gunner's on top of it. Don't know it. (laughs) Regardless, cheap family fun. You bring your own beverages, you sit on the hill, and you come down and get some of that nice ladies bacon cheeseburgers because they are bomb. They're good. Then we got SKD, Scott King Designs. Chicka chicka breaking news, son. You know what uh, popped up this weekend? What you got? Jesse showed up at the track wearing the suit. Yeah. I seen it on Facebook, like one little back picture. Yeah. I haven't even seen it, though. The suit is here. 
And he, like, just, I actually seen it in person. He came and stole my Xbox. But anyways, Scott King and I put together a hella suit. That thing looks good. Is it? It actually does. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is because when you get it to the shop over there and they print it, you know, like, sometimes colors don't. Right. But regardless, it looks really good. Right on. And he loved it. So, I mean, it was kind of like a surprise in a sense. Right. So, I feel like next year, if Bowers will still work the same deal, we should do a Built to Media Podcast fan poll. Ooh, get a couple different designs going. To see. No, I'm thinking number one is first, tell us who needs that suit. Uh Ah. But then two, we'll do two. Designs. Built two designs with SKD. Gotcha. And see who, uh, see which one wins. We'll have to talk to uh, the guy behind that, Mr. Ryan Bowers with, with K1. K1 Race Gear. Yes. Yes. Wow. It's almost like you knew what I was, you were saying. Exactly. I said it too. <laughs> yes. How about Jiggy Signs and Graphics? Great guy. Great guy. Uh, P.S. Cedar Lake Speedway, Saturday, Friday or Saturday. I will have stickers on hand. Come down, get them. I'll hand them to you. Boom. Uh, spot on point of sales systems and credit card processing. Mr. Bren Bros, hook you up. He's got some discounts as well if you're looking for credit card processing. Boom. Pretty polished junkie. Get yourself some nails, dead girl. How about the O Show? The O Show. Oh, wait, hold. Built to promo code with pretty polish as well for that free crystal nail polish. The O Show. The O Show got her. God, Tarvis raced and just killing it up up at the gym town. It's just what they do. Little Eagle's Nest supplying some drivers. Yes. Congrats, Owen. You bet. That will do it, folks. Uh, we appreciate everyone that helps us out. And then in and out through the week up and down round and round let's get this guest on the podcast built to built to built to built to media built to media podcast time for the built to media media podcast special guest there's been a lot of famous maxes in history maxwell smart max rockatansky otherwise known as mad Max had headroom. Max von Sydow. Max Scherzer. Baron Max Husarex von Heiden. Who's a prime minister of Austria in 1918? I just thought it was cool to say. And every famous Latin guy named Maximus. Will this Max become as famous as them? Only time will tell. He got his first win on Saturday in the limited late models. Maybe that first win is the beginning of his fame. The Built 2 Media Podcast welcomes from Princeton, Minnesota, number 32, Max Nelson. And it starts now. Ready? I'm ready. Hi, Tim. Are you ready? I'm here. Uh, It's ringing. What do you think? Three ring, two ring guy? Two. I think he's a... Oh. One? Hello. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? You, you definitely just won the entire bet me and Gunner just had going. I, I went for a three ring guy. He went for two and you pulled it at one. So I guess that means you get free built two stickers. Sounds good to me. <sighs> All right. Max Nelson coming off a hot win at Cedar Lake. 
How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. We're just living the dream over here. Yeah. Just like talking, bullshitting, doing our thing on the mics, getting to talk to you. I mean, I pretty much feel like a superstar over here just because we're talking to you. Yeah, I'm I'm doing good myself. My dad's trying to pull the generator out of our coder home right now, so I kind of get out of that tonight. Oh, oh perfect. Man. Yeah, it's worked out really well. <laughs> well. At least we know who won't have to go to the chiropractor tomorrow. <laughs> That's a heavy sucker, too. Oh, they <laughs> stuff them in there like damn sardines, too, don't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that an Owen then, or what What kind of generator yeah, you guys running? Diesel. The muffler is all fogged up, and he thought he was going to be able to just do it with it in there, and quickly realized that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've changed the uh, oil on one of those one time, and it's it's just really not fun mm. to work on. Correct. No. Yeah, same thing. When we went to Kansas, I was in the Walmart parking lot trying to get ours going, and I'm just like, "Who in the hell designed this location?" Right. <laughs> like, yeah, when you when you're working. On stuff in the Walmart parking lot, it's never super fun. (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't have very many options down in Kansas. And apparently every single place around there no longer works on generators. That's convenient. (laughs) All right. Mr. Max, you got a a hell of a little profile going here. Why don't you, uh, you know, run us through how it all started? Well, my dad dad raced dirt track racing back in the late seventies and the early eighties. And so he was, well, and, he, and then he started drag racing too. And then he drag raced about 2005. And then I was about four years old and he was like, well, you want, you want me to get you a little junior dragster or we can go snowmobile racing. And I, I was thought it'd be cool to go race some snowmobiles. So we started ice snowmobile racing. And, uh, so I was about when I was five until I was about, and then uh when i was about 16 i decided i was gonna build a hornet car i came home with a chevy cobalt and started gutting it and my dad thought he was like well what are you doing and I was, oh i'm just building a hornet car and he's like oh that's that's stupid and then he was he wasn't on board whatsoever so after about a week i came home one day and it was gone and i was like dad what did you do with, what did you do with the cobalt and he was like Oh, I took it over to a place to get a roll cage put in it. And then from there, we've just kind of been going at it ever since. That's hmm. pretty awesome, actually. So he wasn't on board and then just like, ah, piss on it. I'm going to put a roll cage in this thing. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. We went out and we had a pretty good year in the Hornets. We won quite a few features and a gold max up at Brainerd. And we, we had a lot of fun in the Hornets. And then we, uh, we got a sport mod the year. After after racing Hornets for a year, we moved up to Sport Mods and raced Sport Mods for two years. And then the second year, we we raced the Midwest Mods too. That was last year. So, can you now we're in the late models? Can you explain to me what the difference between a Sport Mod and a Midwest Mod is? Because I've heard them like well, interchange, but they're 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 fairly similar cars. I mean, they're, they're both a three link modified with you know it's a not it's a six oh two motor and you know we we ran a uh, like a midwest mod has a j bar or a, a sport mod has a straight pan hard bar but i mean really it, it really isn't hard to change a car from a sport mod to a midwest mod okay um we we basically did it because we're kind of you know 
we're right by Princeton. You know, we lived in Princeton, so we wanted to run IMG and be able to run there. And then we also kind of wanted to run, you know, places like Ogilvy and Deer Creek and Cedar Lake. So we, we got the Midwest mod. We had a, a Shaw Midwest mod. And I, I never, we had a, it was a victory sport mod that we had. And I really liked the victory, but I never really got fully comfortable in the Shaw car compared to the sport mod. So we mostly ran the sport mod. Okay. So I want to kick it back just a little bit here, but how, uh, was it fun racing the snowmobiles on the, on the ice ovals? I mean, was that a blast or what? I don't really know that world much, but I do see them on like Facebook. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the adrenaline rush is just, it's unreal. I mean, it was, it was a ton of fun. A lot of, a lot of dirt track guys actually started ice ovals racing too. I know Steve Arpin did and, uh, <laughs> Eric Peterson, the flying Swede, uh, Dustin Wall from up north. A lot of a lot of guys, you know, gone from ice oval to dirt track racing, and I I, I love ice oval racing, but it's it's kind of nice having a, a roll cage and seatbelt. Yeah, sure. When you're going fast. <laughs> yeah. Don't get punted ten miles out on the lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, so you did that all from four all the way to sixteen. Holy cats! What did you start off on on the in the ice? We started off, we had a, you know, a little Articat, a little kitty cat, like a 60cc <laughs> little sled. And then we also had like a, a 120 that we raced and just kind of slowly made our way up. And we had a 120 mod sled and the Formula One little kitty cat mod sled. And then when I was about 10 or 12, you know, about 11 years old, I, I got on a big sled for the first time. We started racing some of the, the back at big tracks and the kid sled was all pretty much on lakes and then. Once we got into the big floods, a lot of it was, you know, flooded dirt tracks like 141 in Alexandria, Tomahawk, a lot of tracks in Wisconsin, Buffalo River, just a lot of flooded dirt tracks. And that that was really fun. Just having some banking made a lot more interesting racing. I bet you guys are pretty fast, too. Yeah, we were at Alexandria on my junior sled. We were hitting like 92 miles an hour. (laughs) Whoa. <laughs> wow. And then on to the Hornets and the uh, sport mods. I mean, uh, with the sport mod, how'd that go? I mean, was it racing on them, on them dirt tracks with the, with the snowmobile? Is that what kind of brought you into the dirt side of things? Yeah. I, you know, I, I tried a little bit of snow cross and I, I quickly realized that jumping things isn't really my thing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> So I decided to stick with turning left and, you know, a sport mod just seemed like a good class to get into. I, I really didn't have a lot of interest in like a street stock or a hobby stock. I mean, I'm happy I did it. Sport mods, it was, it was a fun class. Our, you know, we, uh, our first year we struggled quite a bit just because I'd never driven a rear wheel drive stock car before. But, um, it, after the first year, the second year we started, started doing pretty good we went down to the super nationals and we did all right and had a lot of fun with it and yeah we actually we had a we bought a beginning of this year we bought a brand new harris sport mod we were actually going to run sport mod and late model well i i ended up loving the late model so much right from the get-go we just sold that thing right yeah i think you told us the top three the first night out wasn't it yeah, yeah, we got we got third, and we were battling hard with Lucas Peterson for second almost the whole race, and 
I'd never, that was my first time driving it, and we were all pretty surprised. I surprised myself <laughs> even. I was thinking we'd be struggling for a while. Dang. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, well, I guess this was the right choice, Pops. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then you ended we up. Had a, we had a lot of help setting the, setting the late model up from Joel Collins, too, just lives right down the road from me. Oh, He's been racing late models for a while. That's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. So you got your first win this past weekend. How uh, what were the emotions like with that, and how did that kind of go down? It kind of looked like a party. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Uh, well, we've been we had a really hot streak at the beginning of the year, and then probably about the past six races, we'd been really struggling. We had overheating issues, misfiring issues, and couldn't seem to get the thing to turn. And then we went to Jim Falls Friday and. DNF in the feature, and we we were even misfiring in hot laps at theater on Saturday. We were all kind of just frustrated, and uh, we we fixed the problem, and we won the heat race, and it was feeling really good. And we drew outside pole for the feature, and I just it was just all kind of fell into place. And you know, my dad my dad made it very clear to me to not overdrive the car and let my emotions play into it. Yeah. Sometimes I get a little bit of a lead foot when I get a little anxious, and, <laughs> and it just worked out. Feel like a lot of us are that way. <laughs> yeah, it was the longest race of my life, though, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, victory lane picture sure kind of explained uh, how much you enjoyed that one. Yeah, it was good. We've been we've been pretty close a couple times this year. There was one there was one at Jim Falls where I I led eighteen or twenty laps, and then Lance Hofer got me on the high side coming to the white flag, and that was a heartbreaker and. A couple close ones at Cedar too. One at Mississippi Thunder as well. Ugh, man! How many tracks you run this year already? Then we've we we ran well. We ran so Cedar Lake, Deer Creek, Jim Falls, Mississippi Thunder, and then we ran Princeton with the Wasota Challenge Series, and we ran St. Cloud with the Wasota Late Models as well. Dang! I think that's about it for this year. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, what's the biggest, I guess, what was your take on going from a sport mod or a Midwest mod into the limited late model? How, how much different was that? You know, I, I thought it was going to be a lot different, but for me, it just seems like, you know, there's not a ton more motor, but there's a lot more tire and it, it just kind of, it was just a really easy, it was a good fit for me, I guess, in my driving style and it all worked out really well. Sure. Yeah. Probably a pretty decent transition because like you say <laughs> it's not a huge jump in power but you got more tires under you so it's kind of helps you there yeah and i you know racing in a sport mod i i at least learned some throttle control and we learned you know just some basic driving techniques and then it all carried over pretty well to a late model do you have any future outlook after this whole limited deal i mean most of the guys that we see you know it kind of move up not too long afterwards, but you plan on doing with soda or anything after this? Yeah. I, you know, me and my dad have even been talking about just throwing a five, two, five in for next year, just because there's a lot there, you know, we can run St. Cloud weekly. That's only about a half hour from my house and the drive down to MCS every Friday, four hours is starting to take a toll. So we've been picking around the idea of just hopping up next year, but I guess we'll, we'll see how the rest of the year plays out. Right, then hopefully we'll see you at Cedar even more with that Wasota late model. 
Yeah, that'd, that'd be awesome. We love running out there. I never this is my this is my first year running out there, and we've we've had a ball. I would love it out there. Um, you also, I mean, on the side, getting off of the racing deal, got a graphics company. Yeah, high tech graphics. Yep. Been I started that when I was well, me and my dad started it together when I was a junior in high school, about three and a half years ago now. And uh, it's been going pretty good. Been doing quite a few race cars. What uh, what made you want to get into that side of things? You no, know, I was well. Me and my buddy Will that I I race snowmobiles with were you know trying to think of something we could do with our lives, and <laughs> we decided that making stickers would be cool. And after about a month, he decided uh, he'd rather go work on the pipelines and make some money. And I decided to keep making stickers, and I just kind of stuck with it since. Hmm. it works out good because i can you know i can go to the races when i need to go to the races kind of being my own boss in that aspect it works out really nice and right. you know, we love racing so right heck yeah plus you can design your own stuff i mean fix your own stuff <laughs> yeah i do i do spend a good a chunk of time making my own wraps i think i've had like three different ones this year already <laughs> so after a win then you can change it up yeah, yeah. <laughs> you also said that you're uh, dabbling in the racers exchange business as well. Yeah, I just I just went into I just went into business on that just the beginning of this year, and we've been selling parts and tires and fuel, and that's been going really good too. Where can uh, people find you with both these businesses? So we're we're right in downtown Princeton, right on Norm River Drive, right uh, about three blocks away from the racetrack. Jeez, that's nice and close, even. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys better check him out. <laughs> I mean, stickers and parts, shit, that's a all-in-one type of deal there. A one-stop shop. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> how, uh, uh, how busy is the sticker business, Ben? I know we've, uh, down here, we talked to Jiggy quite a bit and whatnot, but I know he's been swamped. Has it been kind of the same deal for you? Yeah, it's been it was it was it's been really crazy busy lately. Just especially, well, the race car stuff has kind of died down this time of year. But uh, you know, snowmobile guys are starting to come out the woodworks and a lot of commercial stuff too. So it keeps me pretty busy. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, is that uh... race cars? Go ahead. All right, and, and race car guys seem to always be uh, smashing stuff up, so they're kind of good repeat customers. <laughs> yeah, that's a good business plan right there. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess, what do you all um, wrap and sticker up? I mean, is it you know from businesses to race cars to anything or? Yeah, pretty much. We we do a lot of race cars and uh, send a couple of those winged outlaw carts and quite a bit of dirt bikes and snowmobiles and. Some ice oval sleds too. Some of my buddies that still race, I do their stuff and um, lots of commercial stuff. My dad, my dad owns High Tech Automotive, so I do all of his tow trucks. And, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Y'all are some busy people. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty pretty damn good list you got going there. So you got how many next week? You're heading to the Challenge Series both Saturday and Sunday. So we'll have two more wins to talk about coming up. Yeah. I mean, rolling with all that confidence, it's, it's, it's only fair to say you're going to win. Correct. Yeah. I, if, if I, if I get in the top 10 against those guys, I'd be pretty stoked. <laughs> yeah. We're a little, 
we're a couple horsepower short of what they got. Ah, living scared. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Pound a liquid nitro strap in and give her your all. You'll be fine. <laughs> now, hopefully, old will be flicked off. One lane down the bottom, and I can drop pole or something crazy. Yeah. Well, it's it's been known to slick off up there. Yeah, it's a doable situation. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's possible. We got. <laughs> We got seventh actually at the town series at Princeton. The track was really, really rough and guys were breaking and pulling off and I was just kind of putzing around and ended up with the hard charger award. Nice. Boy. I thought I was in dead last. Dave Moss, I think, lapped me about three times, but oh, no still big got deal. God, you can't beat that. No. No. Lap three times plus hard charger. That's getting <laughs> it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So you ever gonna dabble in sprint cars or not? A not on the list. Sprint cars, you know, I I I'd consider it. I know my mom would never want to see me in a sprint car, but <laughs> you know, I just didn't know if you were one of them guys that calls it doom buggies or not. So I just wanted to ask. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. And those guys are pretty nuts. I've done them on iRacing and stuff before, but I don't know if I, I have the cojones to go out there and do it in real life. <laughs> just, just like, uh, what's his name? Travis Swank. You just got to puff up that old ball sack and let her eat, son. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> bringing up iRacing, that, uh, that brings up a question, but do you get more nervous for iRacing races or real life racing? Well, there's, there's definitely been a couple I racing races where I was definitely sweating bullets. Um, oh, you know, it's kind of hard to say, but there's no one. It was definitely some of the one of the most nervous moments I've had was when I was leading the Cedar this last Saturday. I was pretty nervous about stepping on my own wiener or something. And, oh, yeah. But I've had the same same thing happen in I racing too. So for sure. <laughs> I just always know when I would iRace, I man, I would be sweating and shaking, and I'm like, why am I so nervous? This is a computer, but it's crazy. Yeah, you paid a ten dollar entry fee, and you're racing like it's a day to a five hundred. Yeah, <laughs> but you never know when you might get that crazy Aussie yelling in your ear or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, What's the favorite class on the uh, iRacing? Ah, uh, you know, I. The class, I, I run a lot of the dirt street stocks. I, I can't seem to drive the UMP mods to save my life. I do a little bit of late models, a little bit of sprint cars, but I've been really playing the uh, the Wheeling Asphalt Modifieds lately. My buddy Steven races an asphalt late model in real life, and he's kind of got me into them, and they're, they're pretty fun. Mm, for sure. They are fun. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, definitely a sprint car guy, I guess. Yeah. On the iRacing. I'm kind of a, you know, after I set that quick time on this deal, I'm kind oh, of a trophy yes. truck guy. Yes. Have you played the oh, Pro the trophy yet? Our ball. Golly. That'll consume some time when you get into that thing. Yeah. But uh, where were we at? Crandon? Crandon. Yeah, that's Big a fun track. track. Yep. Have you guys ever been out to those, uh, like those, those torque races out at ERX or Crandon before? Mm-mm. I, uh, I watched... I think it was like the Torque series or something, but I watched him at the dirt track at Charlotte, and that was pretty cool, but it wasn't like a full road course. 
sure. I would. I went out to the Torch Series last year at the DRX, and I was, oh man, those guys are nuts. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it when you <laughs> when you see them on TV. It's like these guys are crazy. <laughs> Everybody should try racing at least once for yeah. sure. <laughs> All right, you ready for some two minute questions? I'm ready. All right. Well, I don't know if you're actually ready or not. I, I mean, this you I think I am. This is like a pretty serious time in our podcast, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I'll see what I can do. All right. So this is how it works. I ask you a question. You answer it as quick as possible. If it needs to be explained, please explain. Because sometimes Gunner has one question that absolutely needs to be explained. Okay. Re- are you ready? The, the goal is to go fast. Well, <laughs> It's two minutes that usually turns into 15, but I got to pee like super bad. So I don't know how long I'm going to last. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, just too much information. All right. You ready? I'm ready. And what is your spirit animal? Um, Probably my dog, Oakley. What kind of dog is it? He's a little He's half yellow lab and half eagle. He's about four months old. He just likes to attack everybody. Ooh, Ooh geez. <laughs> attack. Oh, yeah. So you're yeah, like no, a... he's not good at it or anything, but he's a little attack dog. Oh, wow. Sounds like a good spirit animal, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Uh, probably sprint car racing. <laughs> That would be extremely dangerous, but I'd love it. (laughs) We might have to add some more uh, roll cage. Actually, I'd like to change my answer to Hornet Racing. Oh, there we go. (laughs) That's like 90% of Enduros, ain't it? Yeah. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) What fictional character do you think you are most like? Oh. That's a tough one. Probably Ricky Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Okay, this is my question that may need some explaining. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Hmm. I'd probably say like a thousand, and they'd all have to be pretty motivated to kill that elephant. That's the team effort. Mm. You know, we can't we can't have a hundred chickens just hanging back. Right, right, yeah, you're definitely right. You'd hate to see like Bob and Billy on the trailer, like just egging on the other, you know, <laughs> nine hundred ninety eight chickens. It just, I totally feel <laughs> you. Like you can't just leave Bob and Billy drinking in the background while these nine hundred ninety eight chickens are like full on like three hundred movie scene <laughs> right. trying to kill this elephant. <laughs> I get it for sure. Like, do you know what the end result is, though? Like, do they physically kill him, or is it more or less like elephant scared runs away and then dies from a tree? Like, he tripped on the tree? You know, I don't know how fast an elephant can run in relation to how fast a chicken can go. But, I mean, I guess, you know, like I said, it'd it have to be a group effort. They'd all have to be going at it, on them, in them, just everywhere. I visually pictured at least three of them being able to fly to the top of the elephant. So I feel like this is totally a win on the chicken. I agree. Hunt. Okay, good. I'm glad we're all in. That's awesome. Thousand chickens, everyone. That that was the answer. Yep. What is the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten? 
No, I don't. I had we had some jelly beans that were like uh, half of them. Half of them looked good, and or half of them were good, and half of them were horrible. And it, one was like centipede flavored, and that was oh, the worst oh, thing I've ever good had. Lord, yuck! What is the <laughs> point? Yeah, it was supposed to be like a fun game. Like you pick it, and it's either good or bad. And I didn't enjoy that game. No, gross. Uh, do penguins have knees? No, no. <laughs> is that why they waddle? I think it's just ankles. Oh. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely right. Do they actually like physically have a neck though? Like, would that be a question? I feel like that's a question. I think they have one. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's, like, it's not, it's I don't like know too much about bird anatomy. Right. It's like head and wings. Right. Right away. I, I saw a picture of a penguin skeleton the other day and they look nothing like what they do in not. You know, in skeleton form compared to <laughs> real form. Hmm. Was it kind of disturbing or no? It was very disturbing. Totally changed my perspective on penguins. Uh, what was the pers- the first person that tried to milk a cow? What was he trying to do? I mean, what was the goal there? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know what was going through his head. Um, and then, the, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know if I can have an answer to that one. And then he um, had to taste it. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I just let's just hope it was an accident. Maybe just stumbled across it. Well, I mean, to make it not funny anymore, I feel like he probably just watched the calf and was like, "Oh, they drink it, so maybe I'll try it." True. God, that was like. Oh, that could be. I'm sorry. That, that just ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But still, it's kind of like uh, horseradish. Like, who pulled that out of the ground and took a bite and said, golly, get me a bunch of this right next to my prime rib? Yeah, I don't. I had a. We were, we were goose hunting in a horseradish field last year and I, I pulled around the ground and took a bite and it was probably the worst thing I've ever done in my that life. That was uh, a really dumb idea. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I figured it wouldn't be that much different from like a horseradish at the store, but oh, yeah, yeah not, would rough. not recommend. That is like wide. Uh, did you, were you able to taste anything for a week afterwards? No, not really. I was oh. in pretty excruciating pain. Yes. I can imagine. Like, did you actually blow through the duck call afterwards or was this after hunting? <laughs> no, this was right at the beginning, right on our way. Out there. Oh. <laughs> I feel as though you were like a shot mallard. As soon as you hit the duck call, like <laughs> just done. <laughs> uh, we didn't shoot any ducks that day. Or beat, so. <laughs> so that would have been like, one of my questions, what is the coolest sound you ever heard? <laughs> Me hitting a duck call after eating horseradish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheapers. Hmm. I've got a great one here. Go ahead. Uh, so if an ambulance hits someone on the road while transporting someone to a hospital, what do they do? Do they stop and pick up that person or do they call another ambulance? Ooh. No, my guess would be they go two up in the ambulance. Two up in the ambulance. They only got one gurney, so they just like side by like is it back to back? Yeah, or 
yeah, they might do a big spoon, little spoon kind of thing. Uh, too. Uh, I don't know. That's what I was thinking for sure. <laughs> that's got to be what it is. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh, my goodness. Um, What is the stupidest thing you've ever done because someone dared you to? <laughs> it's like the perfect mm. age for this question, too. You know, I'm, I went down to, to Bristol for the Dirt Nationals earlier this year with my buddy Devin Foquette. He races a modified. And he, uh, we were up in the mountains of Tennessee. Uh, there was a hairpin corner, and he, he dared me to, to throw it sideways in my mom's Tahoe. And I, I did really hard and could have ended pretty badly, but it ended up being pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> did anyone get this on video? No, no. My friend Tucker in the back seat was crying. I told him to record, but he was very afraid. <laughs> yeah, but did you die? Like, come on. No, that's what that's what I tell him when he still gets upset about it. It's like, well, I mean, we're here. Yeah. We made it. Come on, Tucker. God, jeez. Uh, why do you think there are self help groups when it's called self help? Um, right. You know, and they they just need help learning how to help themselves. Oh, I get it. I get it. Maybe. I don't know. I've never never been to a self help group before, but yeah. Hmm. Well, what do you call a male ladybug? <laughs> a male ladybug? Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a guy bug? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I can't answer that. <laughs> well, it is twenty twenty one, so right. It's still a lady. Yeah, we shouldn't be assuming any bug genders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. He calls himself a caterpillar. To right. be honest. <laughs> Oh gosh, these are great. Mm. What part of the human face is your favorite? The human face, uh, probably. Oh, uh, you know, eyeballs are pretty nice. See <laughs> stuff. Uh, I feel like that question's like just set up to be like. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about saying ears, but I, I might, I don't know. Yeah, you Man, can get a hard a, one. Yeah, you get a lot of shapes there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eyes are usually just round, and some are pretty, and some are lazy. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is going way out there. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Why do people say that something sells like hotcakes if they sell out fast? Why do hotcakes? Why why is that? I I don't even think is what is a hotcake. I think it's just a pancake. Um, you know I I like pancakes a lot. I don't I don't know why that term is used in that way because I don't know. Well, here's you know. a question though. Have you ever met somebody that doesn't like pancakes? Mm. Um, Maybe it's because everybody's trying to get the pancakes. 
I'm that lost. could be. I, I mean, you guys like pancakes, right? Right, right. Yeah. With yeah, Ander- I like pancakes. Anderson's pure maple syrup. Right. Sure. Anyway, I saw. Je- <laughs> I, I saw. Jesse Glenn's was driving the the Anderson's pure maple syrup modified this weekend. Yes, sir. Just doing a little parked uh, right next to him. I guess that's what you would call self help. Yeah, in a sense, it's more or less like, hey, you want to drive this to see if you're feeling what I'm feeling? Right, self help. God, this is all wrapping right around. Yeah. So he, uh, did you get to see the new suit? Yeah, I was I was parked right next to him, and I was looking, and I was like, "That's a cool suit." I was like, "There's Bill Two Media all over it," and I saw him getting the mod, and I was like, "That's not his mod, I don't think." And then I put it all together eventually. Right. Yep. Well, thank oh, Dad, you just made me a little warm inside. I appreciate that. <laughs> mm. All right, how yeah, like- we're gonna keep going here? How come you never read about a? Uh, what? <laughs> I can't get it. What I is it? I don't even know what it is. I don't want to murder that word. Uh oh. Physic winning the lottery. A psychic? Yeah, there you go. What was the question? There you go. <laughs> I can't I couldn't read it. I'm sorry. Where are you? Okay. How come you never hear about a psychic winning the lottery? Like a like a fortune teller lady, a psychic like that kind of psychic. Like I knew all the numbers, so that's why I won. Type of person. Oh, uh-huh. uh, probably because they're all shams. Ooh, Jeez. I don't. I, I mean, I've never. I guess I can't say for sure that they're all shams, but you'd, you'd think they'd all be winning the lotteries if they were legit. Maybe that's the only people that actually win the lottery. <laughs> oh, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Why do we never hear if it was a random draw number or a pick draw number? Hmm. But, you know, if you had magical psychic powers, would you be telling everybody about them? Absolutely not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I would know which ball to pick when they come around for my draw number. True. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe they can't read that far out. It's in a can. It's probably the can that. Ah. Uh, do you draw out of a can? How do you guys redraw? Well, like like Cedar Lake, it's like a old coffee ground container with like a. No, actually, I think they have like a sack, and you put your hand in the sack and pull out like a poker chip with a number on it. Oh. Uh, some tracks they just do it for you, and I know like Jim Falls, it's like a bingo uh, rolly thing. You roll the thing, and the ball comes out. Yeah, I feel like I like picking out of the can better. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the sacks and the cans. I, I think it's more fun that way. Who was it? One of the World of Outlaw guys. They always pick one, drop it, and grab another one every time. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, what do you call a chicken that crosses the road, rolls in the mud, and crosses back over the road? Um, I, I, I don't know. What, what do you call it? A dirty double crosser. Mm. <laughs> Wait, is that a joke you know by heart? That's from a Laffy Taffy rapper from about, I don't know, 2007. You remembered that? Yep. <laughs> kind of impressed. 
<laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw it out there. What sport do you think would be the worst naked? <laughs> Probably baseball. You're just standing oh. around the whole time. Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah. Just tanning your taco or your biscuit, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I reckon. Well, they do like hot dogs at the baseball games. What about basket? Yeah. Ah, basket. That'd be a. I feel like something that you would jump a lot in would be a terrible place to be naked the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cheerleading. Yep. Really bad oh. naked sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like when you throw someone up in the air, you just. Never sure what's going to happen on the uh, landing. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. My final question. What are you built to do? Built to race. Boom. I love it. Yeah. I can't. That's Heck like yeah. the actual final question. So I can't really ask a question. Well, that's that is the final two minute question. Then it's always the final two minute. True. Man, that was fun. Great Good job, time. Max. We, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having me on. You totally nailed the two minute questions for sure. Well, kid, I mean, you're already successful and you're already winning, which usually takes a little longer than the first year in the USR late model, but first. In rookie points with the USR late model, second in national points. So how about you go get some more damn wins and win them national points with the rookie? Because that'd be badass. That that would be pretty cool. That that would be. I don't know. I it's it's best at twenty shows, and I think Lance Hofer is at about fourteen wins and sixteen shows. So once once he hits his twenty shows, I think he's gonna have a he's gonna have a pre locked down to the national uh. points, but. Uh, Me and Dylan are still pretty close for the rookie point, yes. so I guess we'll see. So you're saying there's a chance. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 16 shows, shit. Just got to outperform them. You got this. Thank you. you. Yeah, you guys, you guys have to stop over and slap some Built 2 Media stickers on the car next oh, time on the theaters. Oh, we will. going to happen. Slap one on your face shield and on the hood and underneath and in a wheel man yeah. i can't see anything out of this but i sure do love fig newtons <laughs> uh, all right max we appreciate it yes thank you yeah have a good one guys yep talk to you soon yeah bye-bye good kid great kid 19 boom dude that's that that is impressive when you put it all together I feel like his his life would be just a great life to live. I mean, he's wrapping sure. race cars and designing stuff and selling parts, selling parts, racing. I mean, that's like taking your mom's Tahoe around a corner in Tennessee wide open. Right? Why wouldn't you? He ain't living scared. No, not even a little. Glad he uh, glad he learned from the podcast not to live scared. Right? I'm glad he stopped by. Yes. You know, shot in the wind. Let's get into some news, huh? Thanks, Max. Thank you. Definitely appreciate you coming on. You guys check them out. Go get your car wrapped by them next year, maybe too. On to the news. Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. 
Liquid Nitro is that energy. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. It's packed with superfruits and five B vitamins. That'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last out the crash. And you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. No bull. LiquidNitroEnergyDrink.com Time for the news. The Bill 2 News. Otherwise known as screenshots Blake's got on his phone. Powered by Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks. Here's Gunner and Blake with the news. Gunner. Yep. Blake. Hi. How you doing? Oh, good, good. Come on down in there. Come on. We got the news on here today for y'all folk. Come on. Should we uh, start with some quick shout outs? Give me some French fried taters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you got in there for good eating? I'm, uh, mm. that I eat that all you got for <laughs> deep boys. I'm going to just roll through these go, quick. Yeah. We got two weeks worth of shout outs. So we're going to kick it back two weeks. And we're going to give some shout outs. We probably forgot some of y'all's. So, but yeah. Here all we right. go. Two weeks. Bring Adam, it on. Adam Hensel. Cedar Lake Speedway winner in the mod. Yeah, son. Parker Anderson in the 27H won Ogilvy and Granite City. Which definitely puts him wins 60% of the time. He wins every Every time. time. Uh, Gavin Tarvis. Terrace. Why did I say Tarvis? Terrace? Gavin Terrace won a clean sweep at Cedar Lake yeah, Speedway. Yeah, got that broom out. It was a couple weeks ago now, or yeah, like Blake said. Uh, In the beginning. Kennedy Swan wins at Rice Lake. Woo-wee. And Geo Bonnie Selzy wins the 360 Knoxville Nationals. Impressive. Very. Like Dominic Selzy, his brother Geo. 360 Nationals prelim winner, 360 Nationals winner, 410 Nationals prelim winner starts on the pole. Youngest driver to start on the pole at age 19. Boom. Finishes fourth. Not bad. Mm. Moving on to last week's news. Reitzel parts ways from Roth. Ah. <sighs> Casey Kane steps in. Casey Kane, the man, with a new plan. All right. Our buddy, Mr. Zach Wittis, he gave us a Knoxville Nationals rundown. Gunner, go ahead with Wednesday. Let's hit it off here. Uh, Gravel does end up taking the dub, but Justin Henderson leads quite a bit of that feature. A lot. Yes. Very impressed with Justin down there. Yep. And, uh, Coming out, Geo Selzy is the high point man after night one. Mm-hmm. Very high point man. What do you got for night two? Tuesday, Sam Hayferty Jr. Thursday. Thursday. Well, that's what I said. It's, <laughs> yes, Thursday. It ends with Y. Right. Sam Hayferty Jr. leads from the start. Brownie, which was pretty, he was impressive. Yes. Takes a lead on the restart and runs away from it. Oh, but guess what? Guess who came to play? All the way from the freaking B main. 21st. Kyle Larson. <laughs> ka, ka, ka. Young money coming hot. 
So Brian Brown wins Thursday. Kyle Larson 21st to second. Brad Sweet, high point man on the night. Which puts them on the front row. Geo and Brad's front row. Friday, the Hard Knocks Friday. Rico. Rico. My boy Rico winning it. Anthony Macri, Shane Stewart, and Brock Zierfoss lock themselves into the A main. Mm-hmm. Very impressive race as well. Yep. Brock was like ecstatic. Oh, I would be too. <laughs> Come on. Wasn't it Anthony that had like a pretty solid interview? I don't know. I thought it was Anthony. Saturday. Crazy ass B main. Sheldon Hotshield, I thought he was sending it to the infield. Like Dude, that was wild. At the line? Yep. My God. I wish I would have been there, but I probably got a better view where I was at. Right. So regardless. I mean, at the line, him and Eliason and Spencer Baston. By plus a lap car. Yeah, in the mix. Sheldon transfers by point zero zero eight of a second over Baston. Nuts. That was for the final transfer position, too. Yep. Like, that was the craziest B-Main I've ever watched at the line. Yeah. And finish, because it was literally, did you see Sheldon's post? Yep. <laughs> With Lightning McQueen. Right. <laughs> sticking his tongue out. Like, this is how much I made or won the B-Main by. Yep. Uh. All right. On to the A-Main. Geo leads up until lap 11 on the very bottom dominant track. When he got into lap traffic is when uh, old Don Don says, hey, my turn. Mm -hmm. Then Larson and Don Don go at it for a little bit. And Larson had the lead, but right when they threw the yellow for the halfway mark, Donnie had a major run on top shelf. He was totally gone. Yep. Like, he was taking it to turn three without looking back. And the yellow came out for the midway point. So then from halfway point, they had the whole fuel stop and all that. Larson led the pack to the finish from that point. But Donnie made a late rate. Late rate. So Donnie shots was right there at the end. But Larson ends up taking home 176K. Because he led so many laps. I tell you what, I was in, so I was in like turn three, kind of. Copy. And with, I don't know, 10 laps to go, you could kind of see Donnie coming, coming. Five to go, you're like, oh, Larson's done. There's no way. And you could kind of see him working it, working it. And then it came down to like two to go. And we're like, well, maybe he's got a shot. So going into three on the last lap. Donnie, I know, didn't lift all the way through. And being in my, like, viewpoint, he it looked like he passed Kyle. And then somehow Kyle, like, came back and slingshot it off the bottom. But that was an awesome finish, and the crowd went wild. Kyle's freaking interview, he's like, yeah, I kind of was out there, and I knew it, and I could see it. So I backed off, and then all of a sudden I knew Donnie was right there. And Yeah. After he said that, I literally, like, replayed it in my head. I'm like, yeah, you definitely Donnie was better (laughs) right he was coming (laughs) well yeah it's it sucks because like 
I wish I could have just like stood by the fence and went yeah. like this to Kyle Larson with my hands up because Donnie was coming. Yeah. Go to the top. Go to the top. Yep. Cut him off. He held that bottom though really good. He did. I mean, I was, it was pretty impressive really. Honestly, like victory lane afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I'm a pretty big Kyle Larson fan, but dude, that was huge. Then when he spoke to the crowd afterwards, like yeah. on top of whatever he was on. That was cool. Oh, you talking about down at before he went into the press room drinking a beer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking cool. Uh but then he hops in a plane, flies okay. to wherever I don't know, Indy, someplace, NASCAR race afterwards. Yep. So that's quick time. No big deal. Not a big deal at all. Nope. I think he ended up second that day. And then, you know, as long as we're talking about him, we might as well talk about the BC-39. Fudging great race, dude. Best one I've watched all year. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but we did share it on the Bill 2 Facebook page. One of the best races that I've seen in a long time. Long time. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Probably since prior BC-39. Right. Yeah, true. <laughs> that was nuts. I mean, not technically, but... to. To see those guys do that, like you, I knew like Kyle was starting to get mad, and like Justin Grant couldn't have been happy, and then Team as throwing it in there, it was it was yeah. nuts. Late race restart, three wide into turn one. Larson had the top, and I thought for sure he was going to get the run, and they just blow it in there. And then Brady Bacon threw his name in there. Yeah. I'm like, where did he come from? His interview. Yeah, I seen what them guys were doing on the top. I'm like, nah. I don't need to be up there. Right. So I just figured out how to run the bottom. And he was there, too. <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, I felt bad. Team Az wasn't able to finish, but man, what a race. Even the B main. Like, watching yeah. Thorson come from the D main to wow. be at the line. Like, he had the spot, but CV just blew by him oh. at the line coming off the top. Dude, turn four is tricky there. Like, they run it up the wall yep. and off. And Nuts. it's weird watching it because you're on the back stretch technically. Yeah. So he's talking was, turn four, and I'm like, what? wait, yeah. what? And then yeah. I'm like, oh, there's the flag stand. Yeah, like we're always on the front stretch right. when you watch a race. Right. That place is crazy, though. So yeah. Kyle Larson, BC39, 15K in his pocket once again. And then he went on to win the uh, late model race as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no big deal. Sharon Speedway, Kyle Larson, Ryan Gustin. Hey, had a boy, Gustin. He was coming. Yep, he and, was quick. And then the old B Shep. He's Man. always there. What the hell? Does he ever lose? No, not really. Like I tell everybody, I understand if you like him or if you don't like him. Think about how many damn laps that kid's got. Oh. A lot. Like, you can say, oh, yeah, he's in good equipment and blah, blah, blah all the time. Well, <laughs> you put him in a shit box and he's still going to pass you. Right. I mean, that's the way I feel. He's just got so many laps. Do you think he's going for the... Is he going to finish? Never mind. No. Okay. No. He's just doing whatever fits in the schedule. Right. Race to 200. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Finishing. How many How many do you think he's at right now? He's got to be 
I don't know. I seen a stat the other day, but I have no idea. Right. I don't remember. Oh, I think I saw that. It was like, one, I don't know, 160 or something. Yeah, it was like 68. Yeah. But wins Nuts. Chili Bowl, wins King Royal, run, wins Knoxville Nationals. like Wins late model shows. Fussy won Texas Speedway for a million. Yep. So whatever. I, I want to know the number at the end of the year. Like, right. <laughs> I don't think there is an end of the year because then it's just then it's go just to New Chili Zealand, Bowl. come back to Chili Bowl. and Yep. Donnie Shots picks up number 301. Yeah, he was moving the last few laps of that race. Freaking finally got past that damn 300 mark. Yeah. Dude, that was from like last year. Because mm. he thought he was going to get 300 last year, like they had everything ready. Right. So he had to sit on that all winter. Finally gets 300. And it, I feel like it's been like three months. Yeah. But he's always been like right there. Yeah. Can't complain about top threes. You got any more national or are we kicking it local? Let's kick it local. We got Ashley Anderson wins the AMOD point championship at Red Cedar Speedway. He earned it this year, dude. The freaking yellow and blue card has been fast every single week. He's that guy that rolls in and they say, oh, boy, he's Yeah, here. dang it. He's my favorite one to watch, to be honest, at Red Cedar for sure. Wherever he puts that car and however he drives it, it's just, you know, what's going forward. What's his, whose car? Okay. What driver is most relatable to the way he drives? Um, I don't know. I do. Even the way the car looks going through the corners. All he needs is a white helmet. With a Miller Lite sticker on it. Oh. <laughs> CT? Yeah. Really? You don't see it? I think about it all the time. The way he enters three. I never watched. The way the car rolls through the middle. I didn't get to watch Craig that much. Uh, you were what, like seven? I was pretty young. I was out in the infield driving friggin' <laughs> Packer truck. Yeah. <laughs> Tow truck. Sammy... Frickin' the Ice Cube Mars. A Wasota late model track champion. I mean. Boom. First at year. At Red Cedar Speedway. First year. Well, is it? Though? Second. I'm lost. Sammy Mars winning <laughs> track championship. That a boy. And Kennedy Swan picking up the Midwest Mod championship. Super proud. Yep. Way to go, Kennedy Swan and team. Jesse Rudetsky, once again, super stocks. Andrew Hansen, street stocks. Red Cedar Speedway. Jeremy Johnson, the old Hornet driver of the year. And I just got to throw one more out. James Giassi picked up the win Saturday at Cedar Lake in the late model point championship. Mm-hmm. That was kind of crazy because I guess he had to finish ahead of Pat Door to get it, and I think Door got second. Door's been wearing a dress for like the last month. Yeah, bridesmaid. So, so yeah, congrats to James and all you Red Cedar Track Championship winners. Boom! Some good peeps up in the house. What else you got? I have a couple wins, and then I believe we got 
track championships as well. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah. What? Nothing. <laughs> Kids are home. What? What happened over there? I had to adjust. Oh. thought so maybe like you had an issue. Uh, wanted to give a shout out to the number 13 ride, Mr. Mark Hessler. Taking the big dub at Red Cedar last Friday. I did see that. Um, <clears throat> Brandon Merriworth. That was a pretty damn good race. He earned that one. The Midwest Mods. And Shane Holupka, uh, didn't he win the Mods? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure yes. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guess who won the Streeters? 27P. Oh. He's back, baby. He's got the white one back. He's back. He's got the P back instead of the H. Mm-hmm. Then old Brad York coming home in the Hornets. You got your buddy James. Uh, Cedar Lake. Adam Hensel again. He's crushing it right now. On fire. He's on fire. How about, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, no. Adam uh, Ayotte. Ah, yes. He's he, been there like every weekend. Yeah. Like did he he got the track championship, right? Yeah. Yep. Good job. Gosh. Good job. Photographic memory. I know. And then uh yeah, we uh we got Jesse Rodetsky winning again. But Ron Maynard. Second place. Hmm. Come on. You're gonna say Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Uh, Mikey Mueller, congrats on the dub. Yep. Great job. Bottom feeder. <laughs> what was the top five? Do you know? <laughs> my favorite from the Nationals. Mike Mueller here with RTS Podcast. Or what is it? RTS Sports Podcast. Every freaking Snapchat from Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I don't know. What was the top five in the... Oh, Jake Kuba, Johnny Luer, Nick Duranco, Scott Brandt, and our buddy Whittles coming in eighth. Jason Vandekamp in the Midwest Mods. Caden Blazer, second. J.D. Ford up three for third. He won two the other week. Yes, he did. I did not see. That's why I said if we forgot you. Yep. We'll think about it. And, yeah, uh... Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Pat yep, Doerr yep. was second, up three. Yep. Correct. Yep. Sammy yep, Mars yep. still stayed in the top five. That a boy, Sammy. Ice Cube. Slamming Sammy. Our buddy Max, who we just talked to, got his first feature win. Then you got Brent Schaefer and Gavin Torres. Boom. I think the most impressive one that I've seen this, this week was Caden Blazer at Eagle Valley. Yeah. I did not see that. Okay, he finished third. How many cars do you think he passed to get there? Ten. Up. Eleven. Up. Fifteen. Ooh, down. Fourteen. Yes. Dang. Fourteen cars for a top three. Dang, son, just moving. Oof. Dang. He getting it. He getting it. Good to be back, folks. There's your news. If we forgot you, congratulations. Oh, gosh. What happened? 
I touched the wire? What? what? Are you mad that I touched the wire? No. You cramping up over there? You didn't drink enough water? Thank you, everybody who listens. We appreciate your support. We will be back next Tuesday. Yes, on the right day. We're a day late. Yeah, it is what it is. We got busy. Oh, uh, Sprint Car Traditional Challenge coming up this Friday and Saturday. Oh. Obviously, they got the Challenge Series out. Are you racing? Yeah. Yeah. I just freaking squared the front axle last night. The rear end was square, but then the bearing was bad in the right rear birdcage because that smoked a damn wall. Yep. There's a lot of parts, man. Sucks. Radius rods, bolts bent, freaking neck bent, head <laughs> swelled up. There was just... Oof. I did not think I hit the wall that hard. Right. Like, I hopped out like a freaking rabbit. Just, boop, out I went. I'm fine. And then, like, a week and a half later, it was like migraines and headaches and swelling and weird stuff and yeesh <laughs> just like anything else let's suit up and try again <laughs> all right folks you done i'm done are you done i appreciate you all listening if you're still here we are now finished with the mail to media podcast we appreciate all of you listening <laughs> thank you and goodbye for now Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you next week with episode 43. Well, they powered through another one. I don't know how these guys do it. Big thanks to all the sponsors of the Bill 2 Media Podcast. QualityFreightRate.com Kick-Ass Beef Jerky Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks Thunder Hill Speedway SKD Jiggy Signs K1 Race Gear Ryan Bowers and Tarvis Racing. Be on the lookout to find out who is next week's special guest. Other than that, we're out of here. Excuse you guys. We're good. The Bill 2 Bill 2 Media 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 Podcast. Podcast.